It's Wednesday, March 3rd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, analog or digital, how do you take notes? Cat gel nails, animal abuse? And we discuss the notorious B.I.G. documentary on Netflix, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Nope. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votri. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walken. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Ah, Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Days in, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Then aren't we all? Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. project i was like half asleep on the couch and now i'm projecting hey everyone this is christian potenza this is gay trevor wilson this is jean paul aka the island hipster hashtag hipster business this is steph tola hey this is jake goldsby this is sky wallace hey everybody this is erica sigurdsson aka ricky six okay hello hi this is howard wagman hey this is peter anthony the pa system this is matt o'brien some people like to, that's my rap name this is jen grant and you're listening to the julian dion comedy hour podcast <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. We are your hosts, Julian Dion and Jen Grant. Good morning. Nuggies climbing on the Remember when we said it wasn't a good idea to have the animals? Yes. Oh, he's about to chew that cord. It's okay. No shit. Why? Why? The cat is now after the tripod, the, the camera tripod. <laughs> We're broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter Live, 
Uh, Facebook at Twitch, did I say that? And Daily Motion. Thank you. Anyways, uh, anyways, Wednesday, March 3rd. Happy Hump Day. Here we go. I can't decide when I take notes. What do you think is better? Digital or analog? How do you take your notes? Let us know, by the way, in the comments. Jen Grant is on the comments, live and direct. Sigida. If you are watching live, if you're on demand, we appreciate you, you too. We're a podcast first, available wherever you get your podcast. Let's tone this down a notch. Yeah, this is just a little bonus feature, a little icing on the cake. If Coming you in hot today. By the way, on tomorrow's show, we'll have fantastic uh, Vancouver-based comedian Erica Sigurdsson will be on the show. Sigurdsson. Oh. Sounds a lot like Sigida. Oh, yeah, it does. We'll, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Erica Sigurdsson will be on the show tomorrow. Today it's just you and me, Jenny. Oh, but I can't. Every time I take notes, so I'm starting uh, tonight a run of shows at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. Social distanced comedy, 50 people max at the club, including staff and comedians. So if you're in the Ottawa area, come check out the shows Wednesday to Sunday, 8 p.m. every night. But so I'm going over my notes, and I and I, I can't. I don't. It's really not a big deal, but I. It gives me gentle anxiety to not be able to gentle. to commit to a system for my notes, whether it's my comedy notes, excuse me, or just personal journaling. Whether I want to go analog, pen to paper, or digital. Digital. Everything sounds like cigarette. Digital. Okay, I. What do you do? Okay, he's hyper. I know. It's, he's good. he's up to no good. What uh, what do you prefer, Jen Grant? And let us know in the comments. Oh. What do you prefer? Do you like pen to paper? Old fa- because I like that. Th- that's my preference is pen to paper. But I like the idea, the OCD in me likes the idea of having it all sorted in a nice file folder, and, you know, specific bits and, and premises, all kind of like a, a little system, a digital dig- d- digital system. If you may. I have the solution for you. Go ahead. I'm really glad you're bringing it up and I'm going to change your life. Ready? Both. (laughs) Actually, yes. Is that what you're going to say? But most importantly, writing it out. And the reason is because I just heard this from someone recently that when No, no, writing it out. But I mean, writing it out pen to paper or digital or like a computer. Oh, I'm about to tell you. So actually writing it with a pen or a pencil because... Your brain, it really sinks in better because what you're doing is you're taking the information from your brain and then, and then through the pen. Yeah. You're, you're actually kind of creating some kind of a link there that's different than just typing out. Typing out is more like, I don't know how to, I don't know what the word is, but there's less like, yeah, there's less like meaning attached to it. When you write, there's something about that. But then as a stage two, um, the ideal, what I've done maybe 60% of the time, I, I'm not at a hundred, but I like it when I do, I do the paper first and then I go in. That's a good idea. And, and then I add it, I add it to, um, like a page in my pages like a document or that's document. All, yeah. Where, all of your material. That's good. Yeah. And then when you write it on computer, then you can edit it. You can add tags. You can kind of. Yeah, you just said on computer, like uh, on hos- hospital or. It on is. School. You don't say the. 
I say on the computer. No, it's on computer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. I was scared. I was like, scared. oh my God. <laughs> okay. That's a good idea of both because it literally gives me a twin, not anxiety, but a twinge of like, oh, I can't, because I like committing to a system where I know, okay, this is what I do. My comedy notes are all filed on my computer or my notebooks. But then I was like, what do I do? Do I, and I have all these different notebooks. Of, of course, this is a, uh, Many creative people will tell you this. This is the, the, the curse of the empty notebook where you get inspired. You go oh, to I Chapters Indigo and you get a nice notebook. The smell of it, the feel of it. You're like, I'm going to write my next hour in this. It's going to be life-changing or, or whatever it is. I'm going to journal every day or, or mm-hmm. you know, write my, my whatever you want in there. Recipes. Yeah. You get inspired and then you write the first in the first four pages. The first four pages start really structured, nice, good handwriting, like really nice calli- calligraphy. <laughs> and then by the fifth page, it's just your autograph and some doodles. You just I sign maybe my not name, even anything. sign my name over and over. And then by the end, it's like just a number, like one hundred ninety-one dollars and seventy-seven cents. Like now, it's just used for <laughs> as whatever's around. I had to write something down. <laughs> But it starts off like with the I have my bit the name of the bit with the subheader of a premise, and and then it it gets um, filed away because I that's another thing you never want to get rid of it instead of ripping out the first nine pages and keeping you're like no I want to keep all so I have Rubbermaid containers full of these uh, notebooks that are one twenty fourth filled are you with me Oh well I'd love no. to be but the cat I think is chewing something Oh so. okay. Maybe let's not have him in because it really breaks the flow. I'm like talking and you're like, did you hear what I was saying at yeah, all? Yeah, I did. And um, so, so then, I, uh, so in that <laughs> fit of, uh, so I, I just, I love the classic mead composition books, you know, the ones with the marble kind of cover. Mm-hmm. So I just ordered five. They come in a five pack. Oh, don't worry. I don't need anything. Do you need anything? It's still my shopping cart still open. Oh, perfect. What would you need? Wow. That was a bad attitude I had there, eh? Yeah. Where are you ordering from? Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Oh. Staples? Well, I was just wondering. I'll think about it. I know I'm not supposed to order from Amazon, but I do for certain things. Is I'm that was were, were you were you was that a No, actually. A gotcha? I just assumed it was Staples, but it depends what I want. I need to know where you're getting it from. Right. So, but then, so then I was like, I want a system, a clean system. No more of these empty notebooks and, and these, like, what's that worth? I want, because I'm all scattered. I know. And I know I have a lot of material all over the place, but if I could just all wrangle it in one place. I know. I'd have a lot of new material. Instead, I, I don't, I'm all scattered and I you end up I doing, I go you? on stage and I do the same thing. Hey, you know what I want to get you? What? Your own book, sh- book, uh case because then you can put all your books and all your and then you can divide them and like these are the notebooks i haven't used yet and then you can you know i have notebooks like that too i know what you mean it's there's something that's why i like mornings because it's anything in the beginning where it's fresh and like anything can happen it's like that feeling of that new notebook it's like new notebook feeling is a great feeling i love it and so oh it's so and then it becomes an old notebook quick and then, but you know what I, I found? I can re, you can rekindle your love with old notebooks because you you go you take one out. You go, oh my god, this is a really nice notebook. Oh look, there's only four pages that have stuff on. 
rip them out. Yeah. And then page five again gets new life. It's all like perfect writing. Yeah. And uh, I've I don't think I've ever filled an, the closest I've come to filling a notebook were these uh, comedy Monday night ones, the blue ones. Mm. I have two or three of those, and one is like full. That that's. But anyway, I want to. Um, so then I was like, okay, I want to write out my set list. I want to do a different set every week, every night this week. You know, some of the same bits, but just if. I like to think if someone was to come to all five shows, it would be at least something different every time, even though the bones would be the same. But then I'm like, do I go on, on my computer? Do I go on computer and just uh, start a system? And you, and that's another thing I can't... But you're right. I think the... Uh, I do the same thing with notebooks, but with uh, Word documents. It's like half full, and then I start another one. And another suggestion. Yes. I used to do the same thing with self-help and personal development books, actually fiction books too, but nonfiction especially. I would get all gung-ho, coming in hot. I would read the book. I'd be like, oh, this is it, changing my life forever. And then I would get to like page, I don't know, 27 and I'd bail. And I would just kind of forget about it and I didn't care anymore. It's like anything. It's like you start working out, you get all excited or a diet or whatever. New Year's resolutions is the same thing all the time. But I decided to make the commitment to finish a book. And then once I started doing that, I just always did it. Yeah. I always do it now because it makes you feel so good when you finish it. So finish that notebook. This one? Or pick one. The Three, next. Uh, 300 pages and they're all empty and I got this years ago. Look, they're all empty. <laughs> uh, I just but started make, again. Make I, ripped out, I ripped out the beginning. Oh, no. There's <laughs> beginnings here. You want, to, you want me to read what I just fell on? Mexico. Yeah. 10 of oh the concept of tanning is weird sick base bro eat drink start every day tequila beer oh that's my uh no oh, that turned into a bit yeah just a side note my sm- finger smells like peanut butter and i haven't had <laughs> peanut butter today what could it that's be disgusting Do smell no thank you come on it's just peanut butter no, Smell it's it. not though. You I know, but what could it be? It. I don't know. Please, your bum. If my bum does not smell. I wish it smelled like peanut butter. I'd <laughs> always be in there. Ew! <laughs> Get that away from Can me. Can you right smell now. it, please? Get that away from me. I'm not smelling your finger. It's just a, it's a like it's still, uh, like a peanut butter hue. I don't kind like, of like the a, idea of that. It's always gross when you smell it. it. Always gross when you smell your fingers. Oh, here we go. I didn't say that because of that, by the way. I just it literally smells like peanut butter. I have a bit, an old bit I used to do about how it's still do it. Once in a while when I have to do an hour at a corporate or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, how when you smell your fingers, it's always disgusting, no matter what. Like you could be at uh, the bay testing out colognes on your fingers, and anyone walking by will be like, Why is that man smelling his ass? Thank you. Oh, I meant to laugh, but it mm. smells like peanut butter. That's weird. But anyway, so. It's not weird. It's upsetting. I think you're right, though. I think the right system is both. Because mm. for TV and, for example, our Just for Laughs uh, radio taping we're doing at Yak Yaks yeah. next week, we have to submit a script. You can't, And you can't, like, screenshot your notebook and be like, here. So... And also, it's archived really nice on your computer. That's why I'm like, like I said, like the the creative side of me just loves the pen to paper feeling and and jibber jabber, j- like uh, the uh, kind of like the uh, chicken scratch 
just write as it comes because you can I can write way faster than I can type. But I like the the OCD side of me. OCD. OCD. It's, likes the organized system of streamlining everything and just having like, you know. Yeah, I think doing it both really. And then you're like really sinking it into your brain because you're doing it twice. When I was in university, humble brag, thank you. I love just. <laughs> I, w- I wish we could go, like if we had a team of staff. I know. They, they did this on, I saw the other day, oh, on last week, tonight with John Oliver, this uh, one anchor, this woman news reporter that always talks about how she went to Harvard. I went to Harvard. So I when I went to Harvard, and they just did this montage. It was so funny. I wish we could have, like, we'd have the manpower for to go through all the episodes and pull out every time you said, I went to university. So I have a degree in mass communication. So I went to, <laughs> when I was in university, it was just funny. I know. I used to get really stressed out when I'd have to study for an exam. Oof, freaked out. Like, because f- it's so much material and content to memorize and to remember oh my gosh yeah and one thing that i discovered after the first year or two is that i i really noticed that when i wrote my study notes because when i first started i would be writing my study notes and condensing all the material so that i could study from the study notes instead of studying from all my lecture notes because there were so many and then i thought oh my god it's taking me so long to write out the study notes i'm not gonna have time to study the study notes but what I realized is that's studying. You're actually studying when you do that. Oh, you too. I don't have one. That. I don't have. There's not, nothing for. Yeah, like, but you, you, uh, say you, you, really, you study when you study. You study when say, you. Say then out I realized. Your, but then I realized that you study when you write out your study notes because it's really going in there because you're reading it and then you're deciding how to shorten it and then you're writing it. So it's all like really sinking into your brain. So like I would do pretty good on exams and I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even study my study notes very much, but I had already studied. Did we have peanut butter? Oh yeah. It's really like, I just smell peanut butter. Anyway, Are yes. you creating this peanut butter line of the plot just specifically for Jordan to create a clip about peanut butter fingers? Oh my, okay. If you think I think like that, like, oh, let's think of the social media post while I'm doing the show. No. Joking. Uh, do you? Like, do you Oops. do things on the show where you're like, mm, this would be a good clip online? Okay. Hey, hey. I'll admit this. I don't care. I don't think about it beforehand but if i'm starting to do something i do in the back because she's so good at like i never know what she's oh, gonna wow. pick oh wow i don't i can't multitask that no, no, way no, i just hold on. I, I just i didn't even let me finish how i do it you go ahead so i'll say something i won't think of it at the time but right after i say it i'm like oh i'm jordan might use that but then do you like bring it like bring it home and and emphasize it just so you're like oh this will be a clip and then you add to it like with in that mind, and then you're now in the clip. Well, I hate to say it because you're gonna judge me, but no, maybe no, I'm, I'm I have a curious. couple times. I'm not as as if I judge you. I'm just because I can't think that, like my mind doesn't uh, split off that way. Because I'm a performer. I don't know if you know <laughs> that, but when you perform, you really the uh, so like let's say you say That's something. That's my character. That's so. Like let's ca- say now. Yeah. Are you like, when you go, I'm a performer, you're like, oh, this would be good for the internet. And you're like, that's my character. Now, would you add to it thinking of the clip? Now you're not in the moment. You're thinking of um, like the clip like, she I, put together. I wouldn't like continue thinking, but I'd have a fleeting 
Ah, I'm under so you might add an extra tag or two, like, I'm a performer, and then go, oh, that's a clip, and then go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, thinking, oh, this well, will be used. Well, I, you know what? I don't even see that as a bad thing, even no, if I it's, did. No, I'm impressed. That's you, where this is coming from. You're misreading the situation. Well, now. you know why I don't think it's bad? Is uh, Not that you think it's bad, but one might think, oh, you're just creating content for your social media posts. Well, either way, it's, it's adding an element to the show where it makes me remember that I'm entertaining people on some level. And what is entertaining anyway? I mean, do you entertain every day? So like now when you started that little diatribe, did you think no. oh, this will be added no, to my perform style? So I'll just add to it. <laughs> no, but you know what I was doing, right? What? Could you tell I was influenced a little bit by Kirsten Winks? No, no, that. Oh, Jason. Uh, Silver? Yeah. 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 <laughs> When you said perform, it sounded yeah, like Kristen yeah. Wiig on I thought of her afterwards. The password. But, and you're right, when you say, when you write notes, it's like studying. Because, and then you hear all of these tricks. And I was, a, uh, this was my kind of studying. I'd hear like, oh, if you sleep on your notebook, it registers, it goes in your brain. <laughs> and, but you, like, you can't just do that, do that and expect it. would be great? It. Yeah, I, oh, I've tried. <laughs> Literally, I would sleep on a book like, oh, this is going to work, and I'd wake up. Or you record yourself. <laughs> I've done this for scripts where like it's like, a, you know, you, whatever the script is, and you record yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. what's he doing? Trying to bite off those gel tips. Gel tips? The ones you crazy glued onto the cat's nails. Oh. <laughs> the So, but then I'll hear like... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll hear my voice, and uh, I've done that for scripts where I record my voice, and then um, I oh my gosh, are you uh, okay? I forget, like I fall asleep right away, and it doesn't register. By the way, yeah, those gel nails. I'll never <laughs> do that again. I glued these little tiny gel covers on the cat's nails because you you see these. We went to the vet years ago with our other cat, Georgie. God rest his soul. R.I.P. And um, what's going on? Like, I feel like okay. you're totally just. Imagine you're talking to me and I'm just like this. The whole time. <laughs> okay, go talk to them. Uh, well, I'm, you too. I want response. Uh, well, I, like, hey, I can listen and also have my eyeballs look at a cat. Like, I can't. I'm That's not true. like. I, I, I oh. don't think that way because I'm I can't multitask. So if I'm like this, I'm not listening to you. But. Good to know. I glued these little, we went to the vet one time and she was like, oh, I just put, because we didn't want them to scratch the cat, the, the couch. It's like, I'll put these little plastic covers on and you crazy glue them on, these little gel nails. And so it's way better than declawing and you can, they just don't scratch the furniture. She's like, it's really easy to put on. First of all, not easy to put on. Think about <laughs> it. It's the size, it's just a little bit bigger than a cat nail. <laughs> and first of all, try touching a cat's paws for more than <laughs> 10 seconds. And then you kind of like slide it on. You put a dab of crazy glue inside the it little... It has to be such a small dab, eh? I know. And that's why I think I messed up because I put too much crazy glue. And when you put the the cap on their nail, the crazy glue overflows from it and it sticks to their skin and fur and it irritates. And so that's what makes it uncomfortable. Does anyone think Not this the is actual mean thing- what he did? Well, I didn't think it was because you look on, there's uh, 3,400 reviews, all five stars. Like, this saved my furniture. Everything's good. And it's so easy to put on. Not easy. I've got to write that down. That's There's a funny thing there. Mm-hmm. 
Cat gel nails and anal glands. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I put them on, I think it irritated. So I put, I did all of Nuggies, all 10 claws. And so as soon as they were on, he, he tried to put them on. And it looks like he ripped part of his nails off when we came back from vacation. So sad. I know, poor little guy. I'm never doing that again. And I put three on Farley and then he was just, he's a psychopath, so. It was uh, hard to to put on, but anyway, I don't think that's you should do that. Don't put plastic gel caps on your cat's nails. Just trim their nails and just accept the fact they will ruin everything in your house. That's the thing about cats, eh? They and dogs. They just ruin things. The wear and tear on the house mm-hmm. is um. Oh, making notes for jokes? Not at all. Jeez, it's, how did he see that? You're not even looking at me. I'm like, I move my pen. Wow, making jokes now? Notes? <laughs> pick, pick, pick today. Yesterday I was pick, pick, pick. But um, no, you know what I'm doing? Writing notes for the recap just of what we talked about. Oh, that's an excellent sh- idea, which I did. Because I never, because f- when I record the intro to the uh, podcast on well, today's episode, and then I'm, I never remember, I'm like, what did we just talk about? So we did analog digital. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, so don't do the cat nails if you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. If you have a cat like Nuggy, they're easy to put on, but then you're just tormented with the thought that you've uh, heard him. Like he was just like really at them. I know. Poor little guy. And, and they they groom themselves like incessantly. No, so he's just like gnawing at his little nails forever. Aww. You got a few of them off, but you tore some stuff with it. Ugh. Next time, if I do the caps again, I'm just going to do like a French manicure style so no one can really tell that he has them done. Just the tips? Yeah, just the tips. <laughs> just the tip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's something else. We watched a documentary last night. Yeah, it was good. Notorious B.I.G. What's the name of it? I don't, I don't even um, know. I don't even know either. It's about It's him. on Netflix. A Netflix original. It just came out. It's about the lifestyle or the life of um, Notorious Big, B-I-G, Biggie Smalls. Can yeah. I say what you said after? Sure. So we watched this hour and 34-minute documentary about <laughs> Notorious B-I-G and all this, and uh, it's very interesting about his life. It's crazy that he died at 24. Ugh, I hate it. But it seemed like he was like 44. Yeah, he did. Just in his his... his uh, words and the way he carried himself yeah. and his body of work and the way he's influenced everything since like he's become way larger than life after his his death very true and so you're like that it was a kid think of 24 year old twits we talked about it on the show yesterday they have nothing to say and they're obnoxious most of the time yep um except jordan it's true Jordan is very mature. Yes, very, very. Um, not, not. They're not all twits, but for the most part, think many. of a twenty-four-year-old. Yeah. even she would say that. I, she's, yes, she's I think of myself 20s. as she's not twenty-four, but when I say that, I often think of myself. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. we we watch this notorious Big documentary, and it, it finishes, and we get up, and we're getting ready to go to bed, and Jen goes, "So who's Biggie Smalls?" <laughs> I go, "What? Who? Like who's Biggie Smalls?" I go. What are you talking about? Can you explain why I said that, though? 
you, and then you, you said it again. You're like, I, like I know we watched, but I go, we just watched a documentary on Biggie Smalls. You're like, I know, but who is he? I'm like, well, am I on mushrooms right now, or are you? <laughs> well, because at, at one point he had to stop using the name Biggie Smalls because there was like a uh, an old jazz player or something that uh, jazz artist that was named Biggie Smalls and had threatened to sue him, <laughs> but. And he couldn't have been more different. Yeah. Hey. It's like hello, my honey. Anyway, it was a really good documentary, it and was. it. Uh, I think just having a rough life obviously ages you, where you're 24, but you have the wisdom of someone that's 44, and you carry yourself like when you when, and they have a buddy. This happens with all great uh, rockumentaries or documentaries, music. Like for bands and stuff like that, where there's just one guy in the crew that just had a camera rolling at all times. That's good. Uh, like for the Tom Petty um, right. running down a dream documentary that came out mm-hmm. in 2006. Their their bass player had a just always rolling a camera. So that Ned, 30 years later, you have this documentary. You've got all this crazy footage. Yeah. And this was the same for one of uh, Biggie's guys. Mm-hmm. He just always recorded everything from the start, like way back from when he was just like, you know, freestyling mm-hmm. in the street. A- anyway, it was really interesting. Watch it on Netflix. Spoiler, he dies. Mm. Yeah. I'm not laughing at the fact that he died, but just the way you said I know, that. I know. No, he was an old soul too. Like you could just tell he was an old soul. He, he had that vibe about him. And he also, it's interesting because he, he was an old soul who had revolutionized. No one had come out like him. Well, because, and this is what I was going to say next. Sorry, did, did no, no, finish? it's okay. The ten thousand hour thing, because mm-hmm. he was oh, writing true. and rhyming since a child in school, mm-hmm. in his bedroom. He had notebooks full of rhymes, and he would uh, freestyle. And he had this uh, famous jazz player that lived next door to him that that taught him everything about music and the the backbeat and everything and how to and he would wasn't that his uncle or something was it his uncle no 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 i think it was uh, just their neighbor oh that one yeah right and he had his uncle uncle in jamaica yeah yeah, that was um yeah and the jamaican roots and so he would go to jamaica and be immersed in all this culture and in jamaica they were really in big big into country and western uh, oddly enough into uh, american so he had like the country oh oh shit yeah, he's going to do this a million times, I think. <laughs> I'm getting... Oh, fuck. <laughs> ah, crap. Crap on a cracker? Can you just take your phone yeah. off and, I'd like, do airplane mode? No, well, it's on my computer. Jeez, he's up early? I know. Frig. Okay, there. <laughs> It's my buddy Matt. He, we have this thing. It started as a joke years ago, where if one if one FaceTimes the other and it doesn't, you don't answer, you just keep FaceTiming nonstop. <laughs> and then it evolved to doing it on purpose, where the person's calling nonstop, the other person's just declining, 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 and then <laughs> you, we answer on like the twentieth time, both laughing. So now, but now there's no way of not doing that, even when it's real. Like when I can't answer, I, d- I decline. He's like right away. So I have to text him. Uh, you know, I'll call you back later in the middle of something and he'll be like, first of all, why are you watching the show? Yeah. These are my supportive friends. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, 
I'll be like, yo, I was in the middle of the show and be like, sorry, gee. It's like, nah. But uh, so he had all these different uh, roots. So when he'd go to Jamaica, they'd listen to country and Western. And he, he said to a buddy of his, like he every night into his like adult ages, years, he would fall asleep to country music at night. So you've got that, and then he, actually, the, the Jamaican, he even said that he couldn't fall asleep unless he right. was listening to it, which I right. thought was pretty cute. Like, you don't picture this big, like, tough-looking, you know, uh, Brooklyn crack dealer, crack dealer, like oh, you're <laughs> crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> the word just lends itself to yeah. So, so he's got all these in the Jamaican roots, and his neighbor that taught him everything again about jazz yeah, and the back beat. And so then he would, as a kid, freestyle to these beats that were not traditional, you know, mm-hmm. um, tempos to beat to 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 uh, rap to. Yeah. So by the time it came to uh, him proving himself, uh, just in the streets doing these. Um, rap battles and stuff he was like nothing that anyone had seen because he had all these different ingredients that came to and just non-stop writing and rhyming and writing mm-hmm. and rhyme and just in his bedroom as a kid and just like mm-hmm. and then he his neighbors beats and he'd rhyme on top of those things and it just created this phenom and you can't deny that it's not like you can he just started at 20 and by 24 was this big uh, success just by it True. was a, his whole life was dedicated to this and so it's no accident that he became who he was and when he everybody talks about it on the documentary p diddy's like when i first heard him i he he couldn't believe it he had never heard anything like it and again it's all those that background of um and his voice is unique like the the tone of his voice is really unique like senoritas kiss rings when you meet that's not it but uh and (laughs) that was good though and snoop dogg sounds really unique too like yeah. you know right away who it is like yeah he's another one i could, I would watch a doc- documentary on him oh yeah Snoop Dogg because so he f- most of his features on tracks are improvised he just freestyles That's crazy it's insane when he uh, listened to an interview when he was on howard stern last year or the year before and they just give him a beat and they're like can you do something with it and he freestyles and it's blows your mind because it's good and it's also snoop so it's that voice and that cadence i love the voice oh, it's so good i know but these these guys have all these crazy backstories like snoop was a gangster I, like i think he killed someone he went to jail like you know they have all these insane yeah. uh stories but uh, anyway check that out on netflix it was just, a, so it was a good watch it's kind of inspiring too in a way it's just that you really want to dedicate yourself to something just yeah, goes to show like when you eat, true. breathe and sleep, something like that, the, the the basic takeaway from that thing is just no matter what you do, do it until you're undeniable. And then it's, it's yeah. a, uh, like this podcast, we are undeniable. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is interesting that you should say he did that when he was a kid, because I remember before I did stand up. I, for some reason, had this, like, compulsion to write down stuff that I thought was funny. Isn't that weird? And I never even thought I'd be a comedian. Like, people often, that's a common question, right, from interviewers and just people, regular people. When they find out you're a comedian, they always think it's so crazy. They're like, well, how did you know? Like, did you always want to be a comedian? That's what people always ask. Like, were you the class clown? And Did you use any of that material? What? I don't know. I don't have that notebook anymore (laughs) you're like i wrote down all this stuff before i was a comedian did you use it what (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I I did too. I had like this box, this like shoe box. I knew it was going to be one eventually. But don't you think it's weird that I it wrote is. it down? Like I yeah. remember falling asleep at night feeling like I had to write it down. That is weird. That's weird. Like I really had, in fact, when someone suggested to me you should try stand-up comedy, I was like, no, oh my God. <laughs> that would be so terrifying. And you have a notebook? Did you use, I know you use some of that material. Yeah, some stuff I wrote before I ever got into... Well, obviously, you have to write something before you do it because, I mean... You must have been so nervous the first time. Yeah, I was. Oh, my goodness. I sure was. Oh! Daily Dose, Daily Dose, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose, all your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. That was the weirdest dance I've ever done. I like yours. It was kind of like a scarecrow or something. Marionette. A marionette, I should say. <laughs> oh my god, your hair. <laughs> does anybody yeah. else wish they had the volume that Julian does in his hair? All right. Here's your daily dose for Wednesday, February 3rd. Thank you, thank you. So I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna cover this off the top of the show. Six Dr. Seuss books. Um, will stop being published because of racist and insensitive imagery. What is the imagery? Well, I'll tell you. Some stuff is warranted, but some stuff I find crazy, like the fact that we're they're they're eliminating Mister Potato Head. Why? Because of the Mister. You didn't see that last week it was a big no. story, so it's just going to be Potato Head now. Because you can't force a gender upon something with a, I don't know. Anyway, so that is like. I'm like, ugh, I cannot roll my eyes far enough back into my head. But this, uh, if it's right, like, you know, well, like the, but the Aunt Jemima thing, I, I understand, for for example. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. And also, there's a couple of things that I want to say about this. If Dr. Seuss wasn't a company still with books that are currently being circulated among children and it was a, a piece of history that's terrible, but no one ever looked at it anymore like maybe it wouldn't be as pressing, but little children and that has an effect on kids when they read stories like oh, yeah, that for sure. And it forms their ideas of how to, you know, see other people and, um, what, um, yeah. Anyway, so it says here that these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. They say ceasing sales of these books is only part of the commitment and they're going to have a broader plan now like what's good about it too which part which sorry go ahead well part of the plan is to to stop publishing those books but like now the good side of well the the nice extra nice stuff that happens from this is that companies and um, publishers and writers will make more of an effort to be inclusive. Instead of just taking stuff out, they'll be like, oh yeah, well there's like lots of uh, l- lots of different types of people that are reading these. Can you tell me what the example, like what the things yeah. are that are being banned? Yes. Uh, one book is called, and to think I, that I saw it on Mulberry Street, that's, that's what one of them is called. Uh, an Asian person is portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks and eating from a bowl. And what's wrong with that? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, you know, no, I'm t- to, it's to a be, stereotype, of course. It is a stereotype. I don't think well, no, chopsticks. Of course I don't think chopsticks or bowls are bad. But you don't want to no. Label but to have everybody. like the conical hat yeah, and be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you know, yes, yeah. it's. 
Right. I can I can see that. All right. But I mean, when you're a kid and you're learning about how different cultures eat their food, it's kind of. I thought it was really cool. I remember when I like. I feel like the hat, but it's puts yeah, it over the edge. That's it exactly. Like if you just want to introduce children to different cultures, and like, isn't this cool, kids? That like, um, in Asia they use chopsticks instead of a fork. I mean, that's yeah. interesting as well, a kid. Well, that's also problematic. Mm-hmm. It is if you want to eat fast and you're not used to using chopsticks. Have you ever tried to like, if you're really hungry? Thank you. Thank you. If you're really hungry and you're like, oh, you just can't get it into your face. I know. You can only get like one grain of rice on that chopstick. (laughs) Which is probably healthy to eat slower. You know, we have like a shovel to just shovel it in. Um, Another one is if I ran the zoo, that's a book. Includes a drawing of two barefooted African men wearing what appear to be grass skirts with their hair tied above their heads. Every African person I know wears a grass suit. Mm, Suit. Skirt. skirt. So, Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's the stereotypes. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. I didn't know. I don't know if you know this. He was born Theodore Seuss Geisel in Springfield, Massachusetts. And he was born on March 2nd, 1904. So, um, Well, I mean, in 1904, that's how you would depict an Asian person or whatever. Yeah, it was just the way things were done back then. So, you know, I don't, obviously I don't think anyone's like, what a terrible man. They're more like, we need to update it. Right. Um, it's His books have been translated into, obviously, tons of different... Uh, languages anyway he died in 91 um and he remains very popular which is crazy i I thought these stats were really interesting so he remains really really popular he um his company earns an estimated 33 it earned an estimated 33 million before taxes in 2020 wow yeah that's two million less than lemon press productions (laughs) to to think that he left such a legacy and he passed away like 30 years ago, but his company is still making. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. And it's up from just 9.5 million five years ago. So it's actually growing and he's been dead for 30 years. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Forbes listed him number two on uh, its highest paid dead celebrities of 2020 behind the late guess. Walter Disney. Nope. No, this is any celebrity that's dead. Doesn't have to be Disney. Oh yeah, I guess you you chose that it was based my, on that. My okay. Guess, yeah. One more guess. Kobe Bryant. Okay, you have one more guess. If you don't get it, we're gonna continue through the daily dose. I'm gonna ask people to comment below, see if they can get it, and I'll I'll circle back after and let them know. And just for a fun little game. Okay. <laughs> So you have one more guess. Um, dead celebrity. Rich dead celebrity. I'm kind of surprised you're not guessing this. Rich dead celebrity. Not Walt Disney. Not Kobe. I'm drawing a blank. Come on, what? Just pick one more that's dead. I can't even think of one dead celebrity. Think of a huge dead celebrity. Like a huge... He was... Oops. Okay. It's a man. <laughs> uh, huge dead celebrity. To the point of iconic, obviously. Robin Williams. Oh, no. Uh, he was a huge dead celebrity. 
huge dead celebrity. Okay, anyway, so let's just move on. I'm going to circle back. Please, you guys, comment here and let me know if you have a guess. I feel like giving away a prize. Get dead celebrity. I'm not going to listen now for the rest. I'm going to be trying to figure this out. That's fun. Jesus, I, I, well, I'm playing your game and you're like, fun. Well, <laughs> it's not fun if you can't let it go and I'm just reading the news to myself. Anyway, so that uh, that's pretty much the end of that. Oh, um, so there's, of course, I wanted to say there's all, always two sides to this this issue, right? This decision to cease, the move to cease publication of the books, obviously. Colonel Sanders. Drew, no. Immediate um, reaction on social media from those who called it another example of cancel culture. So some people say Ben Shapiro. This is Ben Shapiro tweeted. We've got now got. Don't Google it. I'm not Googling anything. Just keep keep doing your thing. Don't worry about me. Okay. We've now got foundations um, book burning the authors to whom they are dedicated. Well done, everyone. Conservative commentator and author Ben Shapiro tweeted. Then others approved the decision. They said the books we share with our children matter. Books shape their world view and tell them how to relate to people, places, and ideas around them. As grown-ups, we have to examine the worldview we are creating for our children, including carefully re-examining our favorites, which I agree with that. Yeah. I do. No, for kids' books, I can see it. It's important. It is. Yeah. That, that I'm, I can see. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is pretty interesting. People in Germany, this is one of the pictures that I uh, I can't think of a friggin' dead celebrity. That would be like rich, rich. Michael Jackson. Yes. There it is. Thank you. Are you so? You're so happy. <laughs> I didn't Google, by the way. I just I was just queuing up the jingle because if I don't, it, it takes a long time to load. Okay. People in Germany have uh, coined more than 1,200 new words. 1,200 about COVID nineteen since the pandemic began. 1,200. Right. Yep. Doesn't that seem insane? Oh, remember Germany. Guten Morgen. Yeah, we lost our German viewers. Yeah. Well, I think we still have listeners, but... All our main commentors. There's a word called Corona Mood, which literally translates to Corona Tired. I'm so... Cur- 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 I was trying to do German. Uh, and a more dramatic um, example of that word is Corona Angst. And then either feel Get on an angst. angst. Oh, <clears throat> woke Sorry. up the cat. Either feeling is likely set in when you're overzoomed. Okay. And overzoomed? Yeah, if you've got zoom fatigue, you know how that's a thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh this this person says that her favorite word is fubgrub, which means foot greeting. So this picture, what am I showing fubgrub. here? Hold on. Right, oh. uh, did you already send it? No, no, it? no. It's ready to go. I okay. just thought you were... Okay. I don't know if you wanted me to show yeah, it Yeah, just one second. Oh, uh, yeah, it's coming up right now. Yeah, go ahead. Many of the new words are practical, describing new activities and situations. Ab, abstenbjar. Abstensbjar. For example, means distance beer. Means grabbing a drink with pals from a safe distance. That's a weird mask, eh? It is so. That's what are we showing here? The mask? No, beers in Germany. Oh, oh, it's I just like it goes just with cute. the story. I thought it was just cute. extra, extra visuals. Look at us being like the news. Yeah, there are also several words for mask, including 
Schnutenpulle, which translates to mouth sweater. Yeah. Or condom, which means face condom. I thought that was kind of interesting that they've come up with all these different mm-hmm. terms. Anyway, there you go. You can change. You can take that picture off now. Now the next picture. Um, oh, please ma- just clean your arse there, uh, Nugget. Yeah, please. And can you do it front and center too? <laughs> Look at this little foot. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, it might be distract. It's cute to have the pets on, but it's dis- distracting. Uh, a massive. He's so like he's right in there. <laughs> what a massive we- iceberg, twice as big as the city of Toronto. Does that freak your freak? Twice as big as. City. Yes. It broke off Antarctica. Okay. All last right. week enough right in there okay just should imagine i show the picture the now imagine the freedom sure i know then the flexibility i know according to a news release from the british antarctic survey um which is bas the bass operates a base on the brunt ice shel- shelf where the 1270 1270 square kilometer iceberg Nearly one third the size of Prince Edward Island. I didn't know PEI was that big. But um, broke off. Can you see it there? Yeah. So, the what is what did what broke off the North Brunt? Um, yes. They said oh, yeah, that PEI PEI is yeah. I didn't think so either. Like PEI to me seems smaller than Toronto. I know. Like the entire island because Toronto's huge, like sprawled yeah. out. I know it's crazy. Like P, well, I, I mean, you can drive on PI for a good hour. No, it's yeah, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Shut up, Jules. Whoa. So, um, are there the teams at Bass have been prepared for the calving of an iceberg from Brunt Ice Shelf for years. The director there um, said, over coming weeks or months, the iceberg may move away, or it could run again a ground and remain close to the Brunt Ice Shelf. So don't worry. It's not and it's not coming this way. <laughs> anyway, it was the third major crack to become active in the last decade and eventually cut through the 150 meter thick ice shelf. That's crazy. Like the shit that's happening in the world, eh? It's twice right as more now. active than the active crack in this house. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Go that ahead. was real weird. <laughs> anyway, the good news of that story there just is has to be something there with active crack. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the good news of that story is that it has nothing to do with climate change. Yay. It's just like a normal thing that happens. So that's good. Excuse me. I hate yawning on. Oh, and the other thing that I wanted to say, last thing I'm going to say in the daily dose is there's, uh, was a medical expert being interviewed. And I think it's really important to talk about this, that now there's like this, um, narrative that's happening that there's now like a bad vaccine and a good vaccine we've touched on that before yeah it's like it's like the pfizer and the moderna are better because they're 90 percent effective but then the um what's it called again astrazeneca yeah is 62 percent. 62 i thought it was johnson and johnson that was like 66 no no that's 62 i think johnson johnson's higher 66 I think it's even more than that. Oh, yeah? Don't you think? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was sixty-six anyway, is the one dose. I think it's it's misunderstood. But isn't that? She said you should. She said without a doubt. This doctor said, without a doubt, if you are op- offered any kind of vaccine, take it. 
But it, if, but there are two that are better. If if two are ninety five percent effective but, and one's sixty two percent, it's like the math is right there. No, no, I know, I know, but it's misinterpreted. It's it's misunderstood because she said that when it comes to like I think that's the overall number for many factors about the vaccine. But she said when it really boils down to what's important, she goes when you talk about the subsections, the severe um, disease that people can get, the hospitalization and the uh, potential of dying of COVID-19, all the vaccines are equally protective. That's what she said. Oh, okay. So when it comes that's to that, said. that specific thing, then I think that's good to know. All little pricks are effective. That's what she said. Oh my God. Literally. Someone's trying to get the, the remind the viewers and listeners it's a comedy podcast. Well, sometimes that's our it's daily like, dose for on. today. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. The clap. When you when you when you when you run out of things, you go. That's your move. Oh, thanks. I like your moves. Thank you. I'm so critical, Hi. eh? When you do this, when you this is you, I I, uh, I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> Just tell me to fuck off. <laughs> really? As if. I'm obnoxious sometimes. I'm like, you just did, the, you do that, you d- yeah. Look in the mirror, dummy. <laughs> speaking of mirrors. I thought, I'm glad you didn't say speaking of dummies. <laughs> yeah, I know. This episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor. Go to Gringo's Blazing Sauces and discover the flavor of the best small batch salsas and hot sauces, grilling and barbecue sauces and charcuterie jellies that you will ever throw down your smooth, smooth gullet. GringosBlazingSauces.com They're based out of Ottawa And they ship all over North America And if you live in Canada And order over $40 You get free shipping on that son of a gun On top of that Listeners of this program Get an additional 5% off By entering promo code JD5 At checkout This stuff is good stuff It's chef owned and operated So they use nothing but the best ingredients They hand select the freshest ingredients Every time you can taste the passion in the bottle Each bottle You get that perfect balance Between good heat and flavor packs a punch i tell you gringos blazing sauces.com do it today are you a cow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god well well where are we where, where are we at that's that the cat in the hat on brand on topic topical mm. Seven fifty-two. The last couple of days, I've had uh, just shy of an hour. I'm like checked out. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, we're doing this five days a week, eh? This is true. I feel like we don't get enough credit for that. Well, how? No. Like, what other psychopaths do five episodes a Not week psychopaths. of their podcasts? There are none. Yeah. Really, it's like, oh, we hey, download our podcast once a week. Oh Get out of here. You're the voice. We do it five, or the most is like, we do it twice. So we two episodes a week. We're show heavy. We do five episodes a week. That's yeah, crazy. It is. We tend to forget that because we do it live and like we record it and then it's out there. But five episodes of the podcast every week. 
I know. What the hell? Why why aren't people carrying us on their shoulders everywhere we go? They should be. When we walk into the grocery store, they should be like, oh, you guys are the ones that do a podcast five times a week? I love how you tell the story as if we go to the grocery store together. That's true. You will not go to the grocery store with me. I I go by myself because when I go, I can just bing, bing, bang. Little mouth on them, bing, bing, bing. (laughs) Get out of there. But I feel like with you, we dilly dally. We look. Oh, when was the last time we even? You need to give me another chance. This is true, and I will. Oh, no. Downton Abbey. No, you no. already did that one. It's crazy. There's 500 tracks here. I select one random <laughs> every day, and it's crazy that I sometimes end up on the same one. I get confused Ooh. at the grocery store. I refuse to ask for help at the grocery store So that's why I prefer not to go I'll just stay home while you go to the grocery store The amount of times you've called me from the IGA You're like, where's that peanut butter again? I forgot Oh God, you why don't you pay attention? Aisle five The bathroom That's right I panic every time I'm in there It's like I don't learn my lesson And I went, I could just ask But I don't So I just have a meltdown and leave Yeah, that's what I do I either leave or take two and a half hours to get three items Because I refuse to ask Excuse me, where's the gluten-free almond flour? It would be easy because some 16-year-old shelf stalker could be like, oh, it's aisle nine. It'd be over. But instead, I'm determined to find it on my own. No singing? Then I get... Ma- <laughs> well, this is the musical break in the middle. Oh, okay. You'll see where it's going to kick in. This is where we talk <laughs> R&B style. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then it kicks in. Two, three, <laughs> at the grocery store. Here we go. Aisle two to nine. <laughs> Are where you'll find most of the products. Then aisle 11, you get into weird shit like um, cleaning products and stuff like that. Is that weird? Yeah, mop. <laughs> Buy a mop and like, what else can you get at the grocery store, Jenny? How many times have you called me asking where something is? I try to explain it, but you're like, where? Grocery store. And I go, well, you know where the produce is? And then store. you're like, where's the produce? I'm like, it was right when you walked in and out at the, the grocery store, store. And you don't know where it is. I'm losing my mind at the grocery store. It Come just on, makes me I can't take it any anymore. I'd rather open. die than a trip at the grocery store. Come on, I don't know what it is about it. I freak out every time. I'm discombobulated. I turn around all around every time. What's wrong with me? Well, probably social anxiety. Who knows? Because all of that could be put to an end by just asking someone, excuse me, where's the chicken, the gluten-free, grass-fed? Gluten-free chicken? I don't know. <laughs> it's an improv song. We and don't... chickens, there's no such thing as grass-fed oh, no? grass chicken. Chickens don't eat grass? Uh, maybe. But... Everybody. All right. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. I'm going to save this page. Because, again, there's 500 tracks Please on this do. thing. Page 11. Let's go save it. That was a good one. I'm going to... Uh, anyhow. Hmm? What? Hmm? Oh. 
like, all right, I don't think I need to describe everything. Yeah, bookmarking a page. Wow, this is riveting. At the grocery store. That's it was catchy. Yeah, I liked it. See, and again, and it's I love no thinking. Stores. As soon as we talk about it, just go in. Yeah, I love it. You think? And I learned that from my good friend, Big, Notorious Big. Oh, yeah? Oh, I thought you meant Big, your friend, Big. <laughs> okay, you're somewhere else. No. Like, I learned that from my notori- my friend, Notorious Big. Oh, yeah? No, See, no. I did that again. What, you, I know you know what you just did. Why did I have to repeat it? I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> that's like my eight-year-old growing up with four sisters like i know you are but what am i kind of tactic you just did this and us say. being around each other 24 7 for the last year i've devolved to sibling energy hmm, that's really nice to hear <laughs> beyonce uh jeez words uh, jokes <laughs> Hairspray. All right. So, again, if you're uh, in Ottawa tonight, come to Absolute Comedy. We'll both be there. Yeah. Performing. It's going to be interesting. Oh. It's going to be the first time I've performed for a live audience in a year. Since Feb's is the Comedy Nest. Yeah. Wow. We... It's going to be monumental. I'm going to be like so. Is, is there, like, plastic in front of you when you do it? Plexiglass, have you, yeah. Have you done it yet? No, I haven't, but no. I've seen pictures. Uh, yeah. You've got, like, three sides of plexiglass. I've done shows in French like that with uh, the plexiglass, but uh, I like it. You're just kind of in your own little space. Yeah, and if anyone throws a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't we'll like We'll be back that. tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for... Yeah. Thursday, or Thursday show tomorrow. Jeez. Oh, it's hump day today. We should have done a hump day song next week. Learned a lot. Come on. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. We're the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grand. We do five episodes a week like psychos. We record them live. You can watch and take part on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter Live, or Daily Motion. And then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Literally everywhere. I love you. Oh, the tongue is. All right, everybody, we'll see you tomorrow, and until then, watch your head.